nation. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. your father hello ask somebody who is truly is your father Paul says you have many fathers but you have one father covenant keepers he said don't let me to go but let me stay with you let me follow after you where you are going I will also be there why? Because Ruth saw something in Naomi that when I stay with Naomi, I will benefit. Covenant keepers are designing people. Write it down. They are designing people. Let's look at the surety of covenants. Last, I define covenant, but if you want me to say it again, I'll say it. it's a written agreement or promise usually under seal between two or more parties, especially for the performance of some, some action. We are looking at the surety of covenant. Jeremiah 33 verse 10 to 26. The surety of covenant. What makes covenant strong? That when you follow covenant, you will know that nothing can go wrong in your life. And this covenant I'm talking about, I'm talking about you walking in the relationship with God. Are you there with me? Taking God as your everything, which supersedes your interest. That says the Lord again. That says the Lord. Again there shall be heard in this place of which you say it is desolate without man and without beast. In the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem that are desolate without man and without inhabitant and without beast. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness. The voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. The voice of those who will say, praise the Lord of hosts for the Lord is good. For his mercy endures forever. And of those who bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return at the first, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts. In this place which is desolate without man and without beast. And in all its cities there shall again be a dwelling place of shepherds. Causing their flocks to lie down. In the cities of the south, in the land of Benjamin, the place around Jerusalem, in the cities of Judah, the flood shall again pass under the hands of him who counts them. See, as the behold, the days are coming, see, as the Lord, I will perform that good thing which I have promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David a branch of righteousness. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will dwell safely. And this is the name by which it shall be called. The Lord our righteousness. For thou says the Lord. David shall never lack a man. To sit on the throne of the house of Israel. Did David lack a man to sit on the throne? Nor shall the priest. The Levites. Lack a man to offer burnt offerings before me. To kindle grain offerings. And to sacrifice continually. Are we not having Levites before the Lord? Still. I'm a Levite. You are Levites. We are priests and kings unto the Lord. 
And that thing is standing there still. That covenant is there. 90. And the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, That says the Lord, if you break my covenant with the day and my covenant with the night. So God has a covenant with day and night. So that there will be no, not be day and night in their season. Then my covenant may also be broken with David my servant. So that he shall not have a son to reign on his throne. And with the Levites, the priests, my ministers. What he's saying here is that I have a covenant with the day and the night. If you want to say that covenant doesn't work. If you can break that covenant with the day and the night. Then you can break any covenant I have with anyone that belongs to me. The question I want to ask you is that can, you, can any man break the covenant with day and night? Oh, ask the person. Can you break the covenant with day and night? No, ask the person. Is it possible? Do you know the covenant of day and night? Do you command day to come? Do you command night to come? But does it happen by itself? Yes. So if you can't stop day with all the scientific advancement and technology, they've not been able to stop night and they've not been able to stop day. Have they? They've gone to the moon. They've gone. Much discoveries have been made to your information. More planets. When we're growing up, Joker, we said, my eyes may, my very eyes may see another night planet. Now it's no more night planet. More planets have been discovered. And in fact, more planets have been discovered and it has been known that you can even stay on those planets. Living planets. But it still doesn't stop day and night. They can't stop it. And so the surety of covenant, reason why you can serve God and be confident that you come before his presence, is not because of your car. It's not because of your wife. It's not because of your children. It's not because of the money. It's not because of your beauty. It's not because of your handsomeness. It's not because of your eloquence. It's not because of your title. Reason why you can come before him every day and you will not shake is because if God cannot break his covenant with day and night, then God cannot be a liar to your life. The reason why you should have confidence that God cannot fail is not because you saw somebody having a breakthrough of marriage. You saw somebody having a breakthrough of a new car. You saw somebody having a breakthrough of what? A house. You saw somebody having a breakthrough of a new shoe. So because of that, your, your, your faith is anchored in that, that when I serve God, he will give me those things. Those things are not what is important. What is this is that if the day and the night cannot be reversed, then God is so faithful that he can never fail me whatever he has promised to me. He can never fail me. Because everything shall pass away. But he said, if any man can break that covenant, then what I have told David will not come to pass. Which is impossible. Nobody can break it. And that is the surety of the covenant. That is the belief and the faith child of God. You should have in God and believe in God and trust in God. We don't serve God because of what he will give us. We serve God because he cannot lie. He cannot lie. He is too faithful to lie. So if today things are not working, it doesn't mean forever my life will be like that. So I don't need to sell my soul to the devil. I have to still trust and hold on. Though I don't see the possibility, I have faith that once I wake up and see the day and I wake up and see the night, I know whatever my God has spoken shall come to pass. Shall come to pass. 
people don't sometimes get my conviction in the way I hold on to God and I trust in God. One day I was there and I was praying, I was frustrated, asking God questions. And the Lord said, Ismail, I said, yes, yeah. come on, lift up your eyes. Like he said to Abraham, he said, look in the sky. He said, look, he said, as long as you always see the clouds, I want you to know that I am there. And ladies and gentlemen, there is nowhere you go that you will not see the clouds. He said, that alone is what I want to tell you, that I am with you. And from there, he gave me some 89. He said, I'll beat your foes before you. I don't fight my battles. That is why I walk cool. I am not troubled because I know the covenant I have. What is your covenant? Ask him, what is your covenant? Reason why Ruth did not live like upper. A lot of uppers are running away. Only few roots are there. In marriages, the uppers are running. The roots are sticking. It's because they have an understanding that someone doesn't have. They can't prove it, but they believe it. There's a surety of the covenant. Am I blessing you? He said, as the host of heaven cannot be numbered, 22. Can you number the host of heaven? As the host of heaven cannot be numbered, nor the sand of the sea measured. Can you measure the, the sand on the sea? He says, so will I multiply the descendant of David, my servant, and the Levite who ministered to me. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, have you not considered what these people have spoken saying? The two families which the Lord has chosen, he has also cast them off. Thus, they have despised my people as if they should no more be a nation before them. Thus says the Lord, 25, if my covenant is not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, the ordinances of what? Heaven and earth. Then I will cast away the descendant of Jacob and David my servant so that I will not take any of his descendants to be rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob for I will cause their captives to return and will have mercy on them. That is the power and the surety of God's covenant. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not serving a vain God. We are not serving an empty God. We are serving a God that can turn things around. And every generational covenant keeper, you should be aware of this truth. That it doesn't matter what you go through. Don't curse God. Don't run away from his presence. Hold on without truth. Because he's faithful to be able to do it. Don't sell your soul to Sakawa. Don't. Because you think things are difficult. Trust in him. He's a faithful covenant keeper. Amen. By covenant, he made a covenant with Abraham. By covenant, God promised to bless his descendants. That is the descendants of Abraham. And to make them his special people. Abraham in return was to remain faithful to God. And serve as a channel of God's blessing to all creation. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Give me that scripture quickly. Genesis 12. He said, And the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country from your family and from father's out to a land that I will show you. Two. He said, And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, 
and you shall be what? A blessing. And three says, he said, and I'll bless those who bless you. And I'll curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God made that covenant with Abraham. And look at something. The covenant was made in the same Genesis chapter 15 verse 18. Look at Genesis 15 18. He said, on the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, to your descendants, I have given this land from the river of, of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The Canaanite, the Kidomite, all that he said, I have given it to you. God made that covenant with the descendant of Abraham. And look at the fulfillment. The covenant was confirmed in Genesis 17, verse 2. I'm, I'm taking you to progress. Covenant made the covenant fulfillment and the covenant was confirmed. Genesis 17, verse 2 said, And I will make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. Do you see there? I'll multiply you what? He confirmed it. God will not make a covenant without confirming it. And he gave them a sign for the covenant. He gave around Genesis 17, 11. He gave him a sign. 17, 11. He said, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins. And it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Circumcision was a sign of the Abrahamic covenant. That God said, I will keep. And God honored it. Tell somebody, God honored it. What covenant does God have with you? He made a covenant with Noah, which shows three important principles. One, the first principle, all divine covenant originates from God. God is the source of all divine covenant. Genesis 9, 9. Genesis chapter 9, verse 9. He said, and as for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendant after you. Covenant originates from God, divine covenant. Two, all divine covenant are everlasting. All divine covenant everlasting. They are not short term. They are everlasting. Genesis chapter 9 verse 16. He said, The rainbow shall be in a cloud and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. Covenant is what? Everlasting. Tell somebody the covenant of God with you is everlasting. Tell the person it's everlasting. He, he, he doesn't do it now and tomorrow he forgets about it. The faithfulness of the Lord remains forever. If you run away from God, he is still faithful. If you come back to him, he is still faithful. If you serve him, he is faithful. If you don't serve him, he is still faithful. It doesn't change. It's everlasting. All divine covenants have a memorial sign. Genesis 9-11. Look at it. He said, that I will establish a covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again there shall be a flood to destroy the earth. Anytime there is, don't you see the rainbow? In the days of Noah, still they showing us. So every covenant is there. That is the Noah covenant. We have the covenant with David. David's covenant. David and his descendants were established as the royal heirs to the throne of the nation of Israel. 2 Samuel chapter 7 verse 12. Let me show you something. 2 Samuel 7 12. He said, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. I told you last week, listen, every covenant you are having, you come into church serving the Lord. Loving God, 
paying your vows, doing everything is not for you alone. But for the children that even are yet unborn, those of you are not even married, those of you are married, it extends to your children and to your children's children. Your children will be delivered from certainties not because of them, it's because of you. Some of us sitting here, some of you sitting here, that you were privileged to be born in Christian homes, you are benefiting from some things today because of certain things your parents did. So don't joke with it. Let me show you this before I leave you. For every covenant, there is a promise in the covenant. How many of you know that? There's a promise. Tell somebody there's a promise in the covenant. There is a part God will fulfill and there's a part you shall fulfill. And let me today give you the last one. The part God will fulfill in your life and I will leave you. And then next week, we'll come to what you need to fulfill as your part and my part in the covenant of the kingdom. This is God's part. First is everlasting blessings. Everlasting blessings. Whenever you, you see, the reason why David said, I was, I've been poor, I've been young, now I'm old. He said, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. He said, mark the righteous man, for his end is good. Don't meet any covenant child in the house of the Lord who is wearing chaliwati. You know what I mean by chaliwati. And he's wearing tawutu. You know what is tawutu those days? Okay. Go and look for it. And he doesn't have what to eat. And he looks bad and stinking. Once he has a covenant with God and he loves the Lord with all his heart, God will give that person an idea. In the shortest possible time, you meet that same person and you can't recognize him. You are not clapping because you don't get what I'm saying. When a covenant child loses something, he gets more. Oh, am I preaching to somebody? Here? I said, when a covenant child loses something, he gets more. Because that blessing is everlasting. In fact, God keeps adding to him. Even when he's losing. Look, when you stop the well of a covenant child, you will dig more wells. Uh, am I preaching to you? Hey, come on, come on. You are not getting it. You see, you can't fight a covenant child and win. That is why Jesus said, when they take your coat, give them, give it to them and add another. When they said they'll walk with you a mile, let them walk with you for two miles. The reason is simple. Because you see, when you take anything from a covenant child, you create an avenue for you to get more. Come on. I, I, I wish I'm preaching to an audience that understands what I'm talking about. A covenant child doesn't die. He laid down his life. And he takes it at the other end. A covenant child doesn't lose anything. When something goes out of his hands, it multiplies back onto him. Oh, he didn't hear. <laughs> Jesus took five loaves, two fishes, blessed it, gave it to the disciples. The disciples broke it, gave it out to 5,000 manos 
women and children. Feed them. They collected 12 baskets. Jesus asked them. He said, what happened? He said, we collected 12 baskets. He said, look, beware of the living of the Pharisees. They thought he was talking about this thing. But what he's trying to simply say that, listen, after you did everything, where does the multiplication come from? Ask somebody, where did the multiplication come from? Who actually multiplied the loaves of bread? Biblical test. Who actually multiplied the loaves of bread? Who can give me the answer? Oh, come on, talk to me. Are you here? Who actually multiplied the loaves of bread to feed the 5,000? Should I ask you who? Eh? God. He said God. Okay. You. God. I like the way you are. Oh, God, God, God. Because I didn't hear What do you also think? God. Every parable of Jesus talks about us. He took the bread. Can I use your listing? He took the bread. He blessed it. And he broke it. And gave it to the first disciple. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve disciples. He gave each of them a piece from what he has blessed. Then he distributed them among the fifty, the hundred. He said, go and give them. How can that small piece that you are holding be able to feed that number? But when they break it and they give it to you, they go here, they still have bread in their hands. They break. They break. When they finish, they gather 12 baskets, which means that each person of the 12 had one full basket as reserve. Are you not getting the picture? Now, in whose hand was the multiplication? The disciples. You are not getting it. What God is saying is that as a covenant child, when God saves you, all that he needs is that he puts a blessing on you. That is all he needs to do with you. When he places the blessing on your life, he now makes you to multiply. So he puts the multiplication effect on you. So as long as you move, the team multiplies in your hands. So you build one house, you build more houses. You move on, you move on, you move on. So out of you shall flow rivers of living water. That is what the Bible says. So the waters are wells in you. That is why Isaac in Genesis 26, when he went and dug the well, the people stopped him because you know why they stopped? They thought when they stopped that well, that is the end of Isaac. But you see, you cannot stop a covenant child. When they stopped that well, because Isaac is a multiplication of wells. He moved on to another place and dug another well. When they stopped that well also, he went and dug another well. Because you see, the thing is not about that well he dug. He could dig more wells. So he continued digging wells because you carry the characteristics of digging wells. That is why Abimelech can come back and said, we have known that God has blessed you. See, the sign of a blessing of a covenant child is that when you thought you have stopped him, he's... 
Moving on. Look, through covenant children, I don't want to mention names, but through covenant children, don't get disturbed by what you do to them. You worry your head. Oh, are you not getting it? Hey, Joseph's brothers planned to kill him. The guy didn't know. He was still loving them. In fact, in trying to kill him, rather they throw him into his destiny. You worry your head to fight a covenant child. Because the covenant child is a multiplication of who God is. So once you take, you see, they took the coat of the many colors of Joseph. But what coat did Joseph have again? <laughs> Mordecai was a covenant child. What happened? Haman said, I will kill that guy. I will stop him and everything. Eventually, who went and served who? <laughs> oh, talk to me. Who went and served who? Mordecai and Haman, who served his brother? Haman served Mordecai without even knowing that he's the one he's going to serve. You don't try a covenant child. You see, some of you don't get it. You don't know who you are. Covenant children don't lose investment. Covenant children are never going to be poor. <laughs> tell someone, tell the person, don't mess up with a covenant child. A covenant child will lose a job today. You think that is his end? The next job he will get, you'll be shocked the kind of business he's getting. You bow down to him. When the Bible said that, they shall bow down at your feet. You think? If you understand yourself as a covenant child, both said you are to know. Because covenant child children don't beg for favors from men. Because you see, no man can feed you. Tell somebody, as a covenant child, no man can feed you. Oh, tell the person, no man can feed you. Oh, you see, you are not saying it because you don't believe it. Like, like, you don't be Talk, no man can feed you. You don't believe in it. Do you know where your supply is? He said, the best, I feed them. Yes. I clothe them. Yes. That's why he says, seek ye the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. In other words, covenant with me. Love me and see whether I will not do it. Yes. You think people get up and do things for you because you have to do it. As a covenant child, you are an attraction of favor. Yes. So sometimes people will do things for you. Without knowing why they did what they did for you. In fact, don't think they love you. That is why they did it. They don't love you. But because you are a covenant child, they get to do it anyway. And they pretend because they think that they have to laugh anyway. Because whether they like it or not, they have done it. I prophesy over your life. Receive that grace of a covenant child. You don't know who you are. They will stop and block everything. But the covenant child, before they know you have appeared. Because that is who you are. That is what you carry. You are dangerous. You don't lose out. When you don't know it, you'll be miserable. When you know it, you work with confidence. Do you know what covenant people have lost and they are still surviving? Oh, come on. 
I said, then they are still surviving. Like Job's story. How many of you, if you belong to Job, in one day, you lost all your investments, all your family, all your houses, everything, and you sit down and said, naked I came and naked I go. If somebody starts and said, who fool, who slap you, who, who, who didn't answer? You lose all your teeth and say, naked I go. But the guy was not talking for himself. He was speaking as a covenant child. And no wonder at the end of the day, God put a smile on his face. Tell somebody, you don't know who I am. Oh, tell the person, you don't know who I am. Tell the person, I am too dangerous that you can think of. Oh, tell the person, I am too dangerous that you can think of. Tell the person, I am too dangerous that you can think of. In conclusion, next week I will continue. In conclusion, why do you think Esau was begging the father and said, do you only have one blessing? Bless me also, oh my father. Have you wondered why he did that? Because the truth is that, now the question is, did Jacob take any of the camel of the father? Did Jacob inherit the estate of uh, Isaac? Hello, did Jacob go with any of the servants? No, he didn't. Did he? No, he didn't. But what happened? Jacob simply kneeled down. Isaac did what? Blessed him. And he walked away from the presence of God with the blessing. Ah. Esau comes in and Esau was troubled. But the thing is that all the property you are looking for is there for you. The cars are there. The houses are there. And I only receive a blessing. Why should you come and fight me? The guy knows a secret we don't know. As a covenant child, you don't need physical blessings. That is why you don't get it. You don't have money in your pocket now. You think that is the end of your life. Let me die. After all, what is life? When I die, I will be there. Because you are not married now. And, and, and nobody is marrying me. My life is useless. Oh, you don't get it. You are a carrier of blessing. As a covenant child. And that blessing has the effect of multiplying to you at any time. Because you don't know it, you don't trigger it. He just laid hands on Jacob. Blessed him and the guy walked out. Because of a blessing upon his head, he slept in a place and even used a stone and angels visited him. Oh, hello. Esau had everything in the house, but Esau still was not satisfied. He was jealous of Isaac. Of, oh, sorry, of Jacob. When Jacob was in Laban's house, who cheated him? Laban. 14 years for the woman he loved. In the midst of it all, even the cattle, the sheep is taken care of. Laban stole it. And make sure Laban was a, a 419 more than anybody. <laughs> he tricked the guy. But at the end of the day, when Jacob was leaving the house of Laban, guess who was having more property? Oh, come on. Who was having more property? Jacob returned with a whole band of things that Laban himself, when he woke up in the morning, he realized, hey! 
What has happened to my house? My house is empty. Joseph in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar can say that, listen, I know because of Joseph, my house is blessed. Joseph doesn't have personal in his pocket. He doesn't owe anything. But his presence alone, Potiphar realized that he is blessed. His house is blessed because of Joseph. Laban was a sorcerer. He, he, he doubles in occultism. Are you understanding me? He went enchanted and he got to know that for Jacob, even in his house, that is why he's been blessed. That office you are in, that business and the workplace you are, they are being blessed because of you. Come on, you are not getting what I'm saying. I prophesy over your life this morning. May the Lord really cause you to know the anointing you carry. You carry an anointing of effect. You carry an anointing of a possessor. You carry an anointing of a covenant child. After today, walk as a covenant child. You are not late. You are not going to die. There is a blessing hanging upon your head, which has a multiplying effect. You will not fail. Though your enemies will seek your down for her, she will rise again. I say you will rise again. You will not lose anything, you will get it back. The righteous does not lose anything, he regains it back. I prophesy over your life, repossess your possession. Repossess your possession. Rise up on your feet, repossess your possession. If anybody should deceive you, to tell you that you lost it, tell the person you make a mistake. Oh, tell the person you make a mistake. Tell the person you made a mistake. You made a mistake. The blessing of the covenant child is not in his properties. It is in himself. Man of God, it is in himself. <laughs> it is in himself. When you have that revelation, look, this building you are seeing, if you take me out of here, to another place, I'll build a better thing than this. So don't deceive yourself and think that my blessing is because of this temple. Because it is in you. Tap someone and tell the person it's in you. Oh, tell the person it's in you. Tell the person you are the blueprint working. <laughs> tell the person you are the blueprint that is working. Joseph brothers took his coat of many colors and thought that was the end of the guy. By the next time, who was bowing to him? Oh, come on, who was bowing? The brothers were bowing. The coat he had then, the coat of many colors, as compared to what he received from Pharaoh, which one is higher? Oh, come on, which one was higher? Turn to somebody, ask the person, do you really know me? <laughs> ask the person now, ask the person, do you really, do you really, really know me? <laughs> <laughs> As the person like I said, look at me, Kevin. Do you really, really know me? <laughs> you are terrible. Tell the person, said, tell the person, I really don't know you are terrible. <laughs> hey! 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 David in the house of Saul cleaning Saul's throne was dangerous to Saul. Jonathan did not understand why his father was scared. Because the father was saying that this guy is an anointing. He's carrying an anointing, that anointing upon his head. And that anointing on this guy's head, I'm afraid. Because I know what anointing people can be. From today, 
Don't look for the money, look for the blessing. And when you are a covenant child and anointing is on you, unassumingly, like nothing is happening. I said, like what? Like nothing is happening. People will not even take you serious. As if you are you are just joking. Like you are joking. Before they know, you are here. So you surprise her. Hey, how did you arrive? He said, I'm here already. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody here? Oh, receive that grace. Receive that grace over your life. Receive that grace. As a covenant child, people who try to fight you will be frustrated. If you go home, go and read Genesis 26. At the end of the day, Abimelech and his soldiers, his captain and everything came to say, Isaac, we beg you. We know you are too blessed. You make a covenant with us. Because the thing is that we can't fight you again. Because you see, you try fighting a covenant child, you get tired. Because that is a covenant is God assigned with him. He said, I have a covenant with the day and the night. If you can't reverse it, you can't reverse my covenant over my children. Hey, the Babalao, the Juju man, cannot change it. The Malam cannot change it. It doesn't matter where they will carry you to, they can't change it. Because the truth is that it is signed, sealed, and delivered. The only thing that is left is you to believe. Even the witchcraft in your family knows who you are. Oh, you don't know? That occultic person knows who you are. In fact, he is afraid of what you carry, but because you don't know, you are rather afraid of him. But if you confess to you how many times he has tried to kill you, that anywhere he's going to tell you that, look, this guy, <laughs> forget it. This lady, forget it. He cannot come and tell you so that you will know it and have confidence. And, and funny enough, you go to that same person and be complaining, eh? my life. Is it that you will say, if you know who you are, <laughs> you will not even tell me what you are telling me. Do you know we go and cry to the wrong people? Yeah. And the wrong people rather admire us. Yeah. Lift up your hands. I pray for you this morning. That may the Lord open your eyes. Like he did for Hagar. That as a covenant child, may you know that God is with you. And he has never forsaken you. I prophesy over your life. May your head be lifted up today. May the Lord give you grace. May the Lord give you power. May the Lord deliver you from every fear. And may God cause you to have confidence in him. May you not be intimidated by lack. May the Lord lift your head above every lack. That know that your supply is there. You will not lose what you have. Because the Lord has more for you than what you have. I prophesy over your life. May you see the essence and the benefit of God's covenant over your life. And may you from today arise and take your place. May anything that tries to intimidate you. May God make way for you. That you may see his glory. I bless you this day with a blessing from above. That with the grace of God, you are more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name I call it an amen.
Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7am to 10am on Tuesdays at 6.30pm to 8.30pm for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7pm to 10pm for our breakthrough prayer service You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.